0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm stupid.
1: And I'm stupider.
0: Oh, you got me. That's because
1: I went to Jupiter.
0: Oh, just like, uh, I don't think Knuckles is from Jupiter. I also feel like that's way too quick a transition.
1: (laughs) There is a, um, there is, uh, isn't the Chaos guy from, um, Sonic Adventure 2 from space?
0: Shadow? his name?
1: No, no, no. The blue guy the blue guy chaos is that his name yeah he's i said Sonic the chaos America. guy i know but i, I was like, like who... that's fairly straightforward. he's also from
0: adventure One.
1: Oh well i
0: i don't know he's I, from those space. two games
1: blurred together for me
0: uh so. kelly i feel like we were transitioning so quickly into the first story i didn't even get to apologize because some idiot some stupid stupid kid started a job no longer unemployed Yippee! It may or may not be why there was an unexpected break following the release of a major game. Sorry.
1: No worries. It's it actually I think it helped because it gave me more time to play the game.
0: <laughs> it, me too.
1: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll get That's into what you it. you say. <laughs> Let's save it for
0: the end. Everybody knows we're talking about Persona Three, but like, oh the audience is gonna be mad at me. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get like attacked on Twitter.
1: If they're mad at you, they can answer to me.
0: Okay. Kelly's phone Just send number them in my way. is 330-462-1212-1912. Yep. That's it. Was I close? Not at all. It's 330, right? Not to dox no. you. You're not 330.
1: It's not. No, I'm not from the- Oh, you're
0: from Upper Ohio. Right. That's a way of saying the Cleveland area. Upper
1: Ohio. (laughs) Up there by the lake.
0: It's probably not even upper Ohio. There's more northern Ohio when you go further west, right? I don't know geography.
1: Well, kind of. Yeah. I guess it would be further north as you go west because you kind of get up towards Toledo and up towards Detroit, which is not in Ohio, but it might as well be.
0: Do you know who's from Detroit? Knuckles...
1: The ech- the hedgehog the echidna
0: <laughs> yeah knuckles the echidna <laughs> uh so the knuckles television show uh television show that's going to tell us what knuckles is up to between sonic two and sonic three we've known about for a while but it's coming to paramount plus on the twenty sixth of april it is a six episode uh what we do we event i don't like that they call it it's a miniseries chill guys it's not an event we're watching a red echidna run around being knuckles um. But we got a trailer for it, finally. I was surprised we, like, because we heard about the show. And then all we've heard about since then is Sonic 3, like the movie. So I was a little, I was like, is this show not coming out before the movie? But nope, they're just like, oh, it's soon, actually. But well, that's that's two months from now, right? Um, yeah, pretty much. I was, I'm. Okay, you know I love Sonic 2, especially the movie. I'm mm-hmm. not. I, this trailer did not excite me particularly yeah it looks like very low stakes and a little more childish than the movies which like the movies are pretty childish but like I don't know the whole thing of like Idris Elba's knuckles being stupid is like kind of funny but like if that's the whole plot of the movie or television series I guess we'll see it's f- I have I think I have Paramount Plus Do I, I pa- do okay
1: my question is, when did Knuckles become stupid? Um, was it like Sonic Boom or was it before that?
0: Sonic Boom really enforced it. Knuckles didn't have like... he wasn't
1: stupid in like the adventure series, was
0: he? No, he was just like... Or heroes? He was just like a little foolhardy. He was like really determined. I think... And like in the newer games, he's not stupid. He's just like... He's almost like personality like he's just super like boring. Right. So I I prefer this over that, but I don't right. know. It's as somebody who really liked the second movie, I'm I'll, I'll watch this, but like I think using Wade, the the really stupid human character and combining him with Knuckles, the really stupid uh Knuckles character seems like a recipe for something that might annoy me for six episodes or right. one before I quit.
1: It's interesting that it's just called Knuckles. Versus what? I don't know. Knuck, like, it's just called Knuckles. I feel like that's a little bit boring to me.
0: Oh, sorry.
1: That's all right. Uh, there's more Sonic news. <laughs> Sonic live action news, if you're interested. Andrew, are you interested?
0: Yeah. Can you tell me?
1: So Jim Carrey was basically like, I'm uh, not going to be in these movies anymore. Um, Not trying to spoil the second movie, but, uh, you know, there was an expectation that maybe he wouldn't be in the third movie. Uh, But this is not true. Uh, He will be back, at least for the, uh, well, he'll be back for Sonic 3 and what looks to be uh, the Knuckles series, just called Knuckles, by the way. Uh, So, uh, yeah, Jim Carrey is still going to be Dr. Robotnik
0: I thought Dr. he was Egg retiring. Man. Like, I thought he was retiring from everything.
1: Does he do anything else anymore?
0: No. And I swear he said something after Sonic 2 where he was like, I'm done. That's it. That's my that's my. Maybe
1: the paychecks were just really, really nice.
0: They probably are, because those movies made so much. So I'm I mean, I'm glad he's back. He I think he's again a little childish. The first movie, especially, he's his character's like a little annoying because it's just Physical comedy, which, you know, that's Jim Carrey's thing, of course. But, like, the second movie, combining that with Tails and Knuckles kind of worked a little better. We'll see. I mean, Shadow's obviously still going to be the main villain, I think. I'm just surprised they haven't announced Shadow's voice actor yet. But maybe... It's maybe him... Well, yeah, but shh. Shh.
1: I didn't sign an NDA. I did. Oh. Well, then a- you don't have to say anything.
0: A Knuckles disclosure agreement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a kda
0: no knuckles with an n
1: oh, okay not a word um
0: kelly do you want to get the one bit of overtly bad news out of the way now
1: yeah let's yeah so let's just...
0: i was noting that we don't have any technically any new layoffs to report on this week which i think is the first this year um cool however we have some pretty harrowing news Um, coming out of the 1900 layoffs at Xbox and Activision from the last episode that we talked about. And that is that Studio Toys for Bob, who uh, you probably know for the Spyro remake, the Crash 4, as well as the creation of the entire Skylander series, um, that studio is shutting down. Um, I think this is... It's really upsetting because, you know, as we talked about the fact that this ac- this acquisition by Microsoft was supposed to be beneficial and they were talking about how it wouldn't affect the flow of games or what was coming, you know, in the future. It's clear to me now that that was such a lie, you know, that they're shutting down one, like buying a studio and then immediately shutting it down. That's what they did. I just think that's unacceptable.
1: Yeah it just feels like this um this acquisition is just has caused a lot of problems um and continues to cause a lot of problems yeah and um, i feel
0: those poor employees
1: yeah i it's been a really really rough beginning of the year i saw um a pie chart not a pie chart it was like a graph a pictograph of some sort that was like all the dots were like the layoffs, <clears throat> the video game industry layoffs throughout the years, and you can just see it gets super, super dark in uh twenty like late 2023, early 2024. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like compared to all of the years before it. It's just like this it's is very one of, disheartening.
0: As far as like Western developers, this is one of the worst years in video games ever like the past six months has been some of the worst time in video game development ever yeah that's really and
1: it's and it's sad because i mean we've talked about this but it's like we talk about these games making all these all this money and these and oh last year was such a good year for gaming blah 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 and it's like but the people who are making the games the people who are creating this content that we all consume they're they're the ones who are suffering the most it just doesn't make sense
0: yeah and i'm it's i'm hopeful for the future and like as a gamer i implore you to like to be empathetic for all these people the other thing is like it's not going to affect our flow of video games because well i should say It's not going to affect our flow of video games as in talking games with Kelly and Andrew's flow because you and I both play a lot of Japanese video games and that has been largely undisturbed. I mean, look at this year. It's all all Japan, you know? Right. It's so, I think, and layoffs are not happening in Japan. So video games themselves, there will always be good stuff coming down the pipe. But the fact that, Western video games are in such shambles right now. It's it's upsetting, but hey, maybe some good news will come in the near future.
1: Yes, um, there was some good news, uh, out of all of this layoff, uh, darkness, so to speak. Um, the Clockwork Revolution team in exile.
0: I assume that's how it's pronounced
1: um they have uh taken the uh ex-volition employees under their wing uh so now these people who were laid off all these volition employees who were laid off are now working at in exile uh the clockwork revolution uh game team so this I, is good news
0: I've never this is really good news I've also like, We've, this is new, right? Like I've never heard of something like this, like scooping up like, basically a whole team after they lose their studio.
1: Yeah. I And it's funny because I had mentioned this uh, like two weeks ago maybe when we were talking about it, but it's like there's so many people in the industry now who just like can't get hired because it's all layoffs. Yeah. Um, and they have a very specific skill set. So this was very heartwarming to see. And encouraging to see that maybe something like this could happen again.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's like, it gives a little bit of merit to the video game itself, too. Because, like, I I remember Clockwork Revolution, you know, that Bioshock Infinite looking game from the Xbox showcase. But, like, knowing that this is what that studio behind it is really like, it just makes me happy. And I'm, I'm much more interested in their game now. And play it day one on Game Pass. Not Play that that's it. a good thing because we don't like Microsoft right now.
1: Right. So get rid of your Game Pass.
0: Yeah, but don't do that because it would cost more to buy Persona 3 Reload that way. Oh, right. But there's also... Yeah, that's the other thing. Real quick. Uh, Yes, vote with your wallet. But also, like, if you're on a budget and you like gaming, there's Game Pass is a great option. So don't feel guilty doing that, okay? You got, look out for number one, and that's you. Not you, Kelly. Individuals.
1: I look out for number two. Cookie? uh, Just to keep my digestive system regular.
0: I'm going to ignore that and move on. Is that okay? Yep. Okay. I really don't want to talk about poop. Um, (laughs) Let's instead (laughs) talk about some poop. Uh, Microsoft reportedly take this with a grain of salt, but reportedly is now preparing to launch Starfield on PlayStation five. This is among other potential games. We heard a little bit about hi-fi rush, not that long ago, and also a huge one, Indiana Jones. Um, this report was not part of Xbox's public plan. Phil Spencer followed up with a pretty major update, uh, Well, I guess his update wasn't major, but he promised a major update. He tweeted, we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week. That is this week if you're listening right now, where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. Um, We heard today that that update is going to take the form of a podcast. Uh, Copy us much, Phil. Um, On Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh happy Philentine's Day for nope. some of us who will be listening nope. to that entire podcast. Nope. I will not. I'm okay. First of all, a podcast is a weird format for a major business update, right?
1: Yes. Very weird. Very odd, very um self-congratulatory, very uh big-headed unhinged. People who have podcasts, um, that's us, tend to uh, have really big egos because they think that oh. uh, everybody wants to hear their thoughts on stuff. Oh, so uh oh, well,
0: do you want to hear my thoughts?
1: Nope, just kidding. Tell me your <sighs> thoughts.
0: I just, I think Xbox is leaving. I think Xbox is slowly departing the console manufacturing business because that leak of the new Xbox coming out, I think this year, is digital only. They had developers, I'm sorry, they had distributors literally throwing away copies of Starfield instead of selling them. I just feel like moving to multi-platform, pulling a Sega, and maybe figuring out some kind of way to put Game Pass on other platforms. It seems like that might be their long-term goal. But they can't say that. There's no way they're going to say that this Wednesday because that would then Xbox would die instantly, right? As a console.
1: What other platforms? Like PlayStation?
0: Well, I think about like you can get EA Play on PlayStation. So Right. My thing is I feel like the reason PlayStation probably prevents Game Pass from being on there is because it is the competitor. But if it's no longer the competitor, I wonder how that would work. Yeah, I I don't know. Game Pass
1: is already on PC, so it's like, what more? Where where else could they go to make more money, other than PlayStation? You know.
0: And I don't know what shape this will take but it seems pretty clear that they're they're exploring options. And like Hi-Fi Rush coming to all platforms is one thing, but like Starfield, and it, if it's Indiana Jones and Starfield, that's huge, you know?
1: I think maybe they realize that, well, I don't want to say, t- I don't want to presume, and maybe they'll talk about it in their little podcast, but to <laughs> me podcast. it feels like Starfield was so restricted that maybe a lot of the hype with the game died because of that. And, you know, at this point they've realized that this game is not the next big Bethesda hard hitter. It's not the next Skyrim. Oh, it's not. It's not the next Fallout. It's just Fart Field. I mean I wonder if maybe they're like we gotta we gotta spread the love a little bit. Otherwise this is a sunk cost. Because that game, and I'm not just talking money, the amount of time that went into developing that game. And while I don't think that's all for naught, because I don't think that's fair to everyone who worked on that game, I think it's hard when you work on a game for years and years and years, and then it releases, and it gets it keeps getting compared to older, more successful releases, and maybe it was stifled because of the way it released. Not that I'm saying the game is like, the best ever but i think a lot of the normal audience could have been pulled in if it had also released on playstation just my thoughts and also playstation at this point does in my opinion need a little bit more to to have as an offering which is why something like game pass on playstation would be pretty big deal but you know we'll see we'll see what they say in their podcast
0: and here's what I'll say as a last note on Starfield, because I saw a note on this I think earlier today or maybe yesterday. Um, Starfield's player count has dropped by ninety six percent since launch, which like player counts always drop a lot, but ninety six is a lot. Um, its all time peak was three hundred thirty thousand on Steam. Um, playing seconds ago was seven thousand people, and you might say, oh, well, that's still kind of a high number. I'm going to give you a reference point. On Steam, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim has 23,000. Three times as many. Yeah. So I almost feel like there's a slight chance that they lost because there was so much value being put on Starfield. You know, they were like, this is the most important RPG ever. Like, all that stuff. And I almost feel like it's now just being viewed as a product and not this important video game. Because it is doing so poorly. They're like, I eh, just put it out on other things. Maybe it'll make more money.
1: Yeah. It's unfortunate.
0: So we'll follow up with that next week, though.
1: Yes. Uh, some other interesting news. <laughs> interesting Elden Ring news, everybody. What? Don't
0: don't frame it like that, Kelly. That was so mean of you, and our audience will never forgive you. you.
1: guys, it's almost the two-year anniversary of Elden Ring. So aren't you excited to hear that Tencent is working on a mobile version of (laughs) Elden Ring? Isn't that what you wanted to hear about the game? On its almost two-year anniversary? Aren't we excited, you guys? Mobile Elden Ring. You can play it on your phone. You can play that video game on your phone, maybe, if Tencent is working on it, which they are.
0: This is, I thought I was, I thought it was like the onion. I was like, this, what? What does that mean? That's, it just means what it is. It's just Tencent's making a mobile version of Elden Ring? Right. I don't understand because like there's no way that From was like, oh yeah, you can do whatever you want to it, like put in microtransactions. So is it really gonna be that profitable? Maybe it will. I don't know. Well. That sounds terrible to me though. I can't fathom playing that game on touchscreen.
1: Well, Tencent does have a stake in FromSoft.
0: What is it? Like f- 16%. F- 15? Okay.
1: So that's interesting. Uh But Tencent has like a stake in everything because they're huge.
0: And Uh, I don't have doubts about the technical quality because Tencent does pull like miracles off on smartphones. But this doesn't make sense. This one's weird. Right. 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 It's weird. Right.
1: Right. Right. I'm going to be checking my daily pulls at the Aird Tree. Um,
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. What if they do like... Oh my god, what if it's full-on, like, Genshin level? Right. It's gonna be Genshin. Well, they are
1: trying to compete with Genshin Impact. Though I don't know if you could do that with Elden Ring.
0: Well, they are Genshin Impact, aren't they? Oh no, miHoYo is separate. I'm a fool.
1: That's okay. I won't hold it against you, but if you make another mistake, I will kill you.
0: You can also just straight-up ignore the stuff I said about them being incredible. I was completely merging Tencent and MiHoYo in my brain.
1: Well, Tencent is huge. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of stake in a lot of different companies.
0: Yeah. They love their red meat. Uh, Steak.
1: Right, 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 right. So I hope you guys are all really excited about this news. I know I really am.
0: What if I... Speaking of
1: steak? That was good, right? I really set it up for you. I was gonna say that. Oh, okay, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say that,
1: Kelly. Well, no, go say it. go. Pretend I didn't say it, and then say it again.
0: I'll just cut it out. Nobody'll ever know. Right. Speaking speaking of steak, of steak, I'm gonna come home to your house and break your PC. <laughs> I'm gonna snap your little headphones right in the middle, so they still work, <laughs> but you can't wear them anymore. Or you gotta like. I'll just tape them together. I was gonna I was gonna say tape them around your face like this way. That's fine. You know. Yeah, like that. Oh, Kelly looks so cool with her sci-fi headphones. She just put. She just put the. Why would you make that sound?
1: Because I'm a cyborg.
0: Oh, she just put like the bar. What's that called? The connecty part of the headphones. The bar. I don't know. Well, she the put it over her part. Yeah, she put the headband over her eyes, so she'd look like a cyborg. Disney has bought a 1.5 billion dollar stake in Steak. Epic. Stake. In Epic Games. And, uh, following this news, they promised a major development to integrate Disney brands into Fortnite. Uh, I know I love my brands. Um, uh, the announcement of this ended with the word shop. So it's pretty clear what the intent is here. I don't think that there's pure intention necessarily. Also, the trailer, uh, was not made up of footage from, like, this new game or whatever it's going to be. It was made up of, like, Fortnite crossovers and movie footage. Um, but, hey, soon you'll be able to play, watch, create, shop.
1: Shop. 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 shop consume. Consume. Buy.
0: I mean, you're making, like, you're doing a bit, but also, like, this feels so consumerist. Like
1: It's actually crazy. Like, it's like... Oh, my God. And the, and the commercial itself was so, like... This would have been maybe so cool in, like, 2014. It was like, when Fortnite didn't exist, it was like,
0: <laughs> Marvel, Star Wars,
1: Fortnite, Disney! It was like, oh my god!
0: Yeah, but that already and exists.
1: All, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh wait, nobody, nobody's <laughs> really into this stuff anymore. I mean, not saying nobody's into Disney, but when was the last good Disney movie you saw?
0: I think Disney... Frozen Disney's- 2? That's what I'm saying. I think Disney still makes money, but like this is this exciting announcement is like already <laughs> happening. Like go to the Fortnite store and there's almost always a Disney skin of some sort in there.
1: Right. But there's no Elsa.
0: I, well, yeah, maybe this well, is she's
1: not Smelsa.
0: Maybe they paid one point five billion dollars just to put Elsa in Fortnite.
1: They probably did. Frozen <laughs> is such an expense. I mean, it's such a profitable property. I'm sure that's part of it
0: yeah, I don't know what this will look like, but like because the only thing that comes to my mind is like adding a virtual theme park like, oh, you go to Disney World, but in Fortnite. And I'm like, that sounds awful. That sounds stupid Disney
1: World Disney World Disney World ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Can you move on?
1: The hey, there was a state of play.
0: Oh, <gasps> I forgot.
1: I forgot. Did you know that? Yeah, did you know there was a state of play?
0: Yeah. Also, I apologize for the guest star. Um, I worked. Oh, a, I worked a long day, and he's not used to my new days, so. Oh, there might that's be.
1: okay. There's a. I think there's a guest star outside my door too. Actually, right now.
0: My guest My guest star screams though.
1: Oh, yeah! I just heard him. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's got a lot of thoughts on the state of play.
0: He does. He hated it. He's oh. really. He's contrarian.
1: Well. I'll tell you a little bit about what we saw. We saw a teaser story trailer, so to speak, uh, about uh, the game Judas, which is from uh, Ken Levine, who made Bioshock, along with a bunch of other people who also made Bioshock.
0: Nope. I mean, he it didn't, was like, just but, Ken Levine. Yeah. Uh, Solo.
1: What's funny about Ken Levine is that he was like, "I'm done making Bioshock games," except
0: except this one.
1: Not really. <laughs> uh so this is from um Ghost Story Games, which is uh his new project. I don't I hesitate to say studio, but anyway, this is a first-person shooter um in a sort of uh dystopy dystopia-esque uh place. There's like um, gun there's gun shooty and then there's this weird thing where you use your other hand for like other powers. Um which Actually um, is a completely new concept, not at all like Bioshock, except it is. That's the joke. Uh, We did not get a release date or a window from this trailer. Uh, We were just given a task, which was to um, fix what we broke. That's not my job. Do you mean Uh, wish
0: list? Is that our task?
1: No. Oh. It said fix what you broke, and then it said wish list now, and then it said in development for PS5, so... You know.
0: I we saw this game a year ago and I was excited. This trailer was like the same one. I know it was entirely new content, but it was another cinematic trailer with first person stuff that was pretending it was gameplay. I'm confused. As somebody who's like interested to play this game, what the point of this trailer was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think here's my thought process. I would love a new Bioshock esque game. I don't want one from Ken Levine. Does that make sense?
0: I'm sure it'll be... It probably will be good. I just don't think it'll be anytime soon. And also... Like, why are we seeing this is what my thought is. And also, there probably is a new Bioshock in the works. Like, I have a... It just seems like it's, that's what's happening, so...
1: But Bioshock isn't a thing anymore. Right?
0: I mean, they could, they bury, they could make another one.
1: But it wouldn't be this... I mean...
0: I don't... Yeah, the brand
1: yeah and it would be like 10 years after the last bioshock game
0: oh my god i can't where would it be space (laughs) no system shock was in space so is judas
1: oh my god they'll
0: beat him to the punch
1: it should be in a cave system shock Cave cave shock
0: cave system shock rock shock bio rock
1: in a deciduous it should be in a deciduous forest
0: what would you call it then um we're this is why it's clear we're dirt not Dirt stan- shock. it's very clear we're not stand-up comedians because we should have come up with something <laughs> way better and way faster than dirt shock after 30 seconds of silence
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that name i would it's call- a working title it's like how they call the avengers movie like funny movie
0: I would have called it like in production. Borealis shock.
1: Okay. That's all right. It's better than dirt shock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. It's
0: bad. I'll stay, say that it's bad, but it not to be mean to you, Kelly. Oh. It's better than dirt don't shock. Don't be
1: mean to me, I'll die. Uh,
0: it's better than dirt shock. All right. Kelly just died. Did
1: they did they um anything else happen at the state of play?
0: What are you trying to move on from the dirt shock?
1: I really would like to move on now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Kelly, I don't think that you should play Silent Hill, the short message to make yourself feel better. Uh, Silent Hill, the short message was announced and released for PlayStation 5 for free. It is a new two hour uh, experience and it's about uh, uh, self-unwelling. Oh. What, What else would you call it? I don't know. Are we allowed to say it? it's not YouTube? It's about suicide, um, and it's very nuanced. Um, is what? it?
1: Um,
0: what? It's not swag to kill yourself.
1: <laughs> is it scary?
0: No. <laughs> oh. Well, so okay, I played it, so I can review. I guess I can review it. I'll do a quick review. How about that, Kelly? Um. No. Uh, well, I'm gonna do it anyway. Keep so it to shut yourself. up shut up. Uh, I don't get the point of this game. It was two hours. it was it wasn't terrible and it wasn't good. It was just sort of a nothing product. Um, the characters were like nothing characters. It was about suicide but it was not nuanced so it was just kind of about nothing and a character had killed themselves and um, the scary parts are not scary. they're just kind of happening at you uh the only time i got scared is when i turned around something was behind me and i went yeah and then i was fine
1: i sound like patrick from spongebob squarepants
0: <laughs> oh thank you i didn't know it <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were talking about spongebob jones
1: i have so why is it just I, my thing is like i feel like every scary like indie horror games since PT is doing that thing where it's like you turn around and there's a tall lady and she's twitching and she's coming at you.
0: Well, that's the other thing about this. It feels like pretty disrespectful to put this it, like PT's 10 years old and this is <gasps> that's what scared you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Um this game has I think the same baby sound effect at one point. Um,
1: I can do that sound effect really good if you're curious.
0: Go ahead. Sure. Do a baby sound effect. No, What's that's your baby okay. laugh sound like?
1: I don't. No, I don't want to do it now.
0: Laugh like a baby, Kelly.
1: <laughs> no, I, no, I don't think I want to do baby. it now. I don't want to do it now. Okay.
0: Do it when I'm not ready. Okay. <laughs> like do it instead of laughing. Can I cry like a baby? I guess, but I was talking with a laugh but you could cry if you want. No. Just do it when I'm not expecting it. Whatever you want. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, there's also going. a baby in a fridge in this game, which is something it's that like, where they go. that's not where they go. They and also go like, there. that's like, Oh, like, come on, baby in fridge. <laughs> <laughs> like PT did baby in fridge. You can only do one baby in fridge. Was it
1: baby in fridge?
0: Yeah. Baby in was, PT? remember when baby was swinging baby in fridge and the fridge go, is there
1: anywhere this baby won't go?
0: Baby, go in fridge.
1: Baby, don't go in crib.
0: Baby, don't go in crib empty. Fridge full. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the baby was like,
0: <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. You sounded just like something that belongs in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give one bit of credit. The monster design is fine. Like the monster itself is fine. Um, But they did do something that I'm a sucker for, and that is uh, a frame rate that is incorrect. Um, So, like, the way the monster moves, it's, like, jittery because it's, like, I think it's animating, like, every fourth frame or something. So it's really trippy.
1: Wow. But, yeah, it's not worth playing. It's not worth your time. Oh. Oh.
0: Don't spend. It's free, but I wouldn't recommend wasting two hours of your time because it's a nothing sandwich. But uh that's we got a we played a new Silent Hill. There was a new Silent Hill game. That's really weird. That hasn't happened in a long time.
1: Yeah. But guess what? It's going to happen again this year. Cuz well, Silent 2.
0: Silent 2. Silent 2.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. <laughs> Just kidding. Silent Hill 2 got a combat reveal trailer. Wait,
0: what if we did when this game comes out? <laughs> Can we release the episode? And it's just an hour of silence.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that would be good for us, for the brand. I'm sorry
0: I cut you off and then okay. cracked myself up for something that wasn't funny.
1: We must do everything cut. in the name of the bit.
0: Uh, cut me off and just continue the story and pretend ah! that I didn't Stop. happen. Okay. Silence!
1: Hill. Just kidding. Silent. S- Hill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I think we're going to get canned. Sorry, I think sorry. we're getting fired after this.
1: Okay, sorry. <clears throat> so there was a combat reveal trailer at the state of play for the Silent Hill 2 remake, which is being made by Bluebird team, as we know. Um
0: I love combat in my Silent Hill games.
1: Um um uh, uh it was interesting. Um, um, Just I don't really associate Silent Hill with, like, intense combat, mm-hmm. so I don't really know Uh, why they were like, let's dedicate a whole trailer to combat, because it didn't look bad, but it also was kind of like, why? Like, why are we doing this? I don't really get it. Um, it was foolish. It was kind of cool to see the nurses. I thought they looked pretty good. Um... I thought, th- I mean, the enemies looked good. They looked like the Yo, yeah, Hill 2 enemies. So that was nice to see. Maybe they wanted to showcase the enemies a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I'm not, like, super hopeful for this remake. I don't think it's going to be, like, the best thing ever. I don't necessarily think it's going to be bad. Um, but I don't think it's going to be, like, great.
0: I lost but, a uh, lot of faith, that's for sure.
1: yeah. I'm just not really sure why they were like this is really gonna knock their socks off uh which is simply not the case um i don't know it looks know. like
0: it's trying to be resident evil like with the combat stop yeah, guys stop
1: I, I mean i think it's weird there is combat in silent hill 2 you know it's not a game that's devoid of combat but it's not this like rich in-depth system that this trailer is trying to present it as. I know when you remake a game, you maybe want to reimagine some elements of it, but you're right. It's very much like trying to be like that could have been, this could be Leon in like 30 years. You know what I mean? It's just,
0: it was not necessary. It's the second time we've seen this game ever. Why is combat the second thing we're seeing?
1: Yeah. I would love to see more of like the story, like how they're imagining like Maria Um, and like, maybe we see a little bit of Pyramid Head. Maybe we see a little bit of Pyramid Head. You know what I'm
0: saying? I am so, he was in the first trailer. Why did they do like a back reveal in this trailer? He was in the first trailer. We saw him. Why is the end of this trailer them being like, oh, oh, it's Pyramid Head. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I saw him.
1: (laughs) Because I guess the implication is, is that we're going to be fighting against Pyramid Head which is not something that really happens in two from my memory. So I don't know.
0: You know what it means? You know what it's like to me, Kelly? What? It's like if you showed up at a party, you Kelly knock, you show up at a party, you say, hey, yes. and everybody's like, oh, it's Kelly. Mm-hmm. And everybody had a good time. You're talking and then you like leave to go like smoke a cigarette as you love doing. Um, okay.
1: You're losing. Okay.
0: Yep. Uh, And then you come back inside and you like look at everybody like ah I'm back and you expect <laughs> and you're ready for everybody to cheer and everybody's like yeah we knew you we were here like
1: okay this I don't agree with this analogy because I do expect people to be excited to see me again when I walk into a room after not being in the room for a few minutes
0: you know I probably would with you so it's not fair but like <laughs> what if you were somebody less exciting Woo! 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 <laughs> And also, you're not facing anybody. You're just looking the other way. It's just your back.
1: (laughs) What if I was Pyramid Head?
0: I mean, if you were Pyramid Head, I probably wouldn't invite you to my parties.
1: Whoa. What the heck? Are Uh, you serious? Kelly, He brings brings the life of the party. (laughs) He is not only uh, dedicated to his workout routine, which is why he's so ripped, but he's also very good at carrying around the um dead women well well i actually don't want to spoil silent hill 2 even though the game's been out for like 20 years
0: dead ladies
1: no that's not what he does you don't understand don't don't... speak on what you don't know
0: all right i'm going to talk about something i don't know about then um rise of the ronin one of the advertised headliners for this show got a new four minute trailer given a big old gameplay overview showing off its 1850s timeline this weird japanese western blend pre-war stuff very interesting you know we've talked a lot about this game as like a oh is it kind of like assassin's creed oh is it kind of like a FromSoft game this trailer really showed me it appears to just be its own thing like it takes obviously some influence but like it does look a lot more unique to me than I think I previously would have given it credit for. And that's saying I was still very excited for it because I like Team Ninja a lot and it seemed like a great concept. But this trailer did give me a lot of hope that it'll be something more unique than than expected. Still elements from a lot of things we know. But I personally am more excited now than I was before.
1: Yes, I think it will stand as its own individual thing for sure. I think it will be... I think it will scratch that Assassin's Creed itch just based on what we've seen from this trailer Uh, but the one thing I I want to say is that I love the time period I love the late 19th century I think that's Mm. very interesting I think it's a very untapped um, setting for especially a lot of like um, like Eastern stories so to speak Uh, usually when we're like consuming content that takes place in like the eight the late 19th century it's all like you know European stuff so I think that's really cool and I think it'll be cool to see how they <clears throat> incorporate the time period and the setting into the story um and yeah I think this will end up being a really cool game and I actually would like to play it it does look a little bit mashy for me but that's okay I like can the mash. Combat? I can mash. I can mash potatoes, and I can mash buttons.
0: I would say to maybe be... Maybe... Wow. Maybe... Maybe <laughs> be. It's been a long day, Kelly. <laughs> I'd say maybe pivot your expectations a little on the mashing. Um, I think that Team Ninjas games generally look like you're just mashing, but you are doing a little more in the way of, like, planning and parrying and all that, so...
1: Yes. Give well, it a, I'd say
0: give it Give it a chance and see what it's going to be like.
1: Well, I've played Final Fantasy XIV online, so I know how to button mash. Okay.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I, it won't be like that. I can promise you that much.
1: I've also played another game where you... Uh, well, actually, you do button mash a little bit in uh, Until Dawn, which, surprise, we're not done hearing about this game. It's never ending. Uh, they're remastering it. They are going to remaster Until Dawn. They announced this at the State of Play. Um, They're remastering it for the PlayStation 5 and the PC. And the PC? And PC. Uh, (laughs) Just Kelly's. And and the PC, which is mine. Um, And it will be coming out this year in 2024, which is kind of cool. I'm not sure this was 100% necessary. (laughs) Yeah. The game does still look quite good uh, if you play the PS4 version on your PS5. But um I did see some like comparison shots between them and it does look pretty good.
0: I I feel like if it's 10 bucks to upgrade, that would be sick, but I have a feeling this will be a new $70 product.
1: That would be kind of crazy.
0: That's what I'm expecting though.
1: I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think I don't think you will be. <laughs> I hope you are, but I don't think you will be. But I am excited. I really enjoy Until Dawn. I will say, would I pay $70 for it again? No. I know the story. I know what happens. I've played through it like five times because I want to get all the different endings. I want to get the ending where all the women stay alive. I want to get the ending where all the men stay alive, which is actually impossible. Because, Well, just kidding. I didn't mean that. Um,
0: (laughs) Oh, no. You have to be careful about until Tawn Spoilers again because it's coming out again.
1: I know. I know. The one thing, and we were kind of joking about it with a friend of the show, Cameron. But there's an evil villain (laughs) in the game, and he wears a mask. And in the original, it's kind of dark and scary because you can't see his eyes. But in the new one, he's looking kind of fresh and kind of fly. You can see some big, beautiful, glassy eyes behind the mask. Not really sure uh, why they went in that direction, Um, but it's kind of fun. I think this is to build <laughs> hype for the movie, which is coming out in maybe like six years. I don't know. I was
0: going to say next de- decade. delecade. Th- oh, my I God. think it
1: would be cool if they added extra stuff, maybe some more behind the scenes stuff. If you actually have the disc copy from um, the PS4 version, there's all sorts of behind the scenes stuff that they provide. It might be in all the versions. I don't really know. Um I would like to see a little bit more behind-the-scenes stuff, maybe like a retrospective, not just from like the actors who play the characters, but from the developers too. I feel like a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff back then was focused on like, oh my gosh, you guys look. It's Hayden Panettiere. Pianotieri, however you say <laughs> <laughs> it. Sorry, Hayden.
0: Pianettieri. That's funny.
1: Pianetieri. Um. But like, maybe more of like, oh. Here's how we wrote this moment, and here's how we tried to uh create branching paths in this moment because you know the game does have a lot of branches. The butterfly effect, if you will.
0: I am mad that this game's gonna cost 70, probably. It's probably okay, even if it's not seventy, it's probably gonna be fifty. This game should be ten dollars.
1: Do you remember how much the quarry was? Was it a full seventy? Yeah. I feel like I paid 60 for it.
0: It was 70 but I believe it... I mean, it was on sale like immediately, so you probably just got it. Did you get it on release day? Yes. Well, you check that while I talk about the next story. The two games that we were promised headliners for... Headlines? The two headliners for the PlayStation State of Play were Rise of the Ronin, which I already talked about, and Stellar Blade. Uh, Go ahead, Kelly. How much did it cost on launch?
1: It was $60 on launch. Okay. Sorry, Kelly. It's okay. Just, like, never doubt me again.
0: I will literally never doubt you ever again. Unless you told me that Stellar Blade wasn't coming out April 26th. Stellar Blade got a meaty six-minute trailer. I don't know exactly what I expected from this game, but I didn't expect Nier Automata, which seems to be the biggest inspiration. Um, The general semi-open world nature... Combining open world and linear segments into one combat-fueled mess that is, as they say, inspired by Nier automata Sekiro, Bayonetta. Have you heard of her? Nope. Oh, well, this game looks uh sick. I another one. Rise of the Ronin is the same way, but like I was really excited for this game. But seeing like actually what the game itself would entail, I am way more interested. I do still think it's silly that the men look like guys and the women look like anime. Um,
1: I've actually started to care less. I mean... I want, but you know what I want? I want them to objectify these men in ways that break the sound barrier, that change <laughs> the way we perceive video games for life. I, I, I think that the male characters... It, it's so weird because, like, I like the way the characters look, but it's like, it's, a weird it's really, it's really blatant. Like the female mm-hmm. characters are all so beautiful and so cute and so fake, and then the male characters, like you could probably see that guy on like, I don't know, Duncan, like a Gap, a like Gap. He could probably be, he could probably be like a Gap model.
0: I yeah, they do look like generic <clears throat> too.
1: So I want these men to be objectified, just to, like, even the playing field a little bit. I'm not even, you guys, I'm not even being a misandrist right now, okay? What I'm does that mean? A misandrist, that's someone who hates men.
0: That's made up. That's straight up made up.
1: <laughs> well, it's actually not a real problem.
0: i it, it might be real, but it's not a problem. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: There's also, like... Some of the character design in this game is so cool. Like some of the merchants and stuff. And then it's like they're, the the women that they're talking to. It's like, why aren't the women allowed to look cool? Why do they all have to be like booby and butt? And, and, and I don't know.
0: I think everybody I looks it. cool. It's just like make up their mind situation. Like if everybody was hot, like straight up, everybody was sexy I play,
1: beasts. I would play this game in a heartbeat. Yeah, but okay. just the
0: women are sexy beasts, and then the men are, like, gruff.
1: It's humans. fine. It's fine. You know what? This is not a real problem that I'm having, okay? No. I'm still going to uh, so, play it
0: because the gameplay looks profoundly good. Yes. Like, I'm really excited for this game, genuinely. Yes,
1: it looks good. It looks good. I agree. <clears throat> and I, think and I liked this trailer. I thought it was nice. Well, yeah. it was more than a trailer. I thought it was nice to be able to see a oh. little bit more in depth. It gave the game more personality beyond just, like, mm-hmm. booby girl. Well,
0: it almost She's feels like-, like this game shouldn't have been revealed until this trailer because like this trailer really like turned it from like a hypothetical into a really impressive and cool looking game. Yeah. So and it's out really soon. Like I I think we both kinda guessed early ish this year because it got delayed out of last year. Um but April twenty sixth, that's really not that far away. It's two months from now. Ugh. April's in two months. Yep, yep. Ugh. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. 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 So
0: and that was totally the end of the show, right?
1: No. It wasn't. Because our good friend, Hideo Kojima, had many things to say. One of which being a new tactical espionage game called Fizzint. Fizzint. Int, Fizzint. Siphint. Siphint? Where did you get Siphint. 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 By Sint, here's how it's spelled, you guys, P-H-Y-S-I-N-T, um, and it's uh, being made with Columbia Pictures, the studio, the, the and it's going to be also a little bit live action, and it's not starting development until 2025, <laughs> by the way, if you got excited, why don't you just cool your jets, okay? Why don't you just relax, Okay
0: who, who, who is like, yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh, let's talk about it, let's announce, let's announce Fizzant, a game that will not actually start active development until the release of Death Stranding 2 is out and done, and also, OD, somebody needs to go to Kojima and be like, no, no. One, yeah, they need to just game. be
1: like, they need to just be like, stop talking about stuff before it starts production. Before it starts development.
0: Before it probably starts pre development. S-
1: Let's just not talk about it until we get done with the one thing. And then when we're done with one thing, we can start talking about the next thing.
0: And I think it's okay to announce things before, like, you know what? No. I take it back. We shouldn't have known about OD until Death Stranding was out. And then we shouldn't have known about Physant until OD is out.
1: I agree. I feel like... And I'm going to speak very honestly right now.
0: I hope And so. I'm not
1: trying to be a hater. I think Ko- Kojima is really a great developer. He's a great storyteller. He's got a very interesting mind. I really enjoy seeing his film takes on my Twitter. Feed. <laughs> um, I think we're at a point where he's one of the last remaining big developer minds that people still respect. And I think that we're just feeding into the hype machine a little bit too much. And I think it's interesting because Death Stranding was not really I'm not saying it w- wasn't well received, but it was it for a lot of people it didn't live up to the hype, which it was very I don't know what divisive. hype they were building because it was like a brand new game. It was not, but it was a Kojima game. So people had certain expectations for mm-hmm. it. So I do find it really interesting that there's all these hype building up around his other projects. He's getting like a Disney Plus documentary at the end of this month. Oh, yeah, it's like, about that. I think that he has become, it's getting too much. I feel like the balloon is going to pop. I feel like we're giving him a lot of, um, like, we're giving him a lot of stars right now on the starboard, and maybe it's getting, like, the star stickers are starting to run over the sides. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I think we need to cool our jets a little bit.
0: Do you remember that the NPT and the terrifying opening room when there's, like, just hundreds of tallies all over the walls? Yeah. Yeah, it's that, but it's just stars. It's just continuous yeah. <laughs> gold stars in this scary little room.
1: Yeah. That's, yes. I
0: just... We found out about O.D. less than two months ago.
1: Yes. And it was this big hype thing because Jordan Peele was there and it was like, look at these famous actors. They're going to be in it, too. It's like I think that he I would really like to see Kojima pivot to film. And digital like. Media, you know what I mean? Like not video games. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I would like to see him craft a narrative that is not controlled by the player.
0: Well, because video games the intrinsically video games are gonna take him so much longer for that reason. Like think about right. filmmakers, you find it about their new games kind of early, but like or new movies kind of early. <laughs> Sorry. No, but like, it's okay. It's because it only takes a couple years to make one. Like yeah. Martin Scorsese can pump out a movie every two, three years. Right. Can you imagine if a video game studio made a game every two years? What yes. like Well, yeah, it's called Like a Dragon, and it's (laughs) absurd. Um, But, like, it's just... I know what you're saying, though. I understand. Like, that's not sustainable. It's not possible for most games, especially ones with such ambition like his. Like, Scorsese movies are ambitious, right? Right. I haven't seen them, but, like, they're ambitious, right? But, like, they still come out every couple years because it's a medium that can be produced moderately quickly, whereas video games just take a billion years, and especially because people like Kojima keep getting more and more ambitious. And I I think the thing about it is I'm the concept of a new tactical tactical espionage game that's going to integrate live action stuff. Cool. That sounds awesome. I don't care right now.
1: Right. There's nothing I can't. There's nothing to see. You can't even you can't even show me proof of concept. No, you just tactical espionage game.
0: And then they took a drone and they swung out and they were like Columbia Pictures. And I was like, so I don't care where you shot this. You could literally shoot this in, like, Kelly's grandfather's backyard, and I'd be like, cool, just as impressive.
1: You could do that. I don't think you should, because it might scare him.
0: (laughs) Kojima just shows up and is just standing (laughs) on your grandfather's backyard.
1: But I don't, but you could.
0: You could. Maybe you should. Maybe we should talk about this.
1: Please don't. Leave my grandfather alone. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Could,
0: <laughs> Kojima, please get away from my grandpa. <laughs> uh well, that wasn't all we heard from Kojima. That was actually the show closer, which like oof, as the kids say. Um, because that's not a video game. I mean it is, but no, it's not. But the last actual trailer was that for Death Stranding 2. Um, I didn't really expect this. Uh, but it was uh, I keep saying meaty trailers, but like this trailer was like holy mother of goodness long. It was ten minutes. Um, in a forty-minute show, it was ten minutes long. It showed a bunch of Troy Baker, who is alive somehow, even though I think he died. Not the guy, the character. Um, <laughs> and then he takes off his mask, and he has Joker makeup on. Uh, and then
1: I have I have an I think. I have an argument. I don't think it's. I I think he. I don't think it's Joker makeup. I think it's the makeup from The Crow. Did you ever see that movie? Oh no, but I'm Jason Lee.
0: Yeah, it's probably that. But
1: but I get it. It does look a little bit like Joker makeup.
0: But what happens is that, um, and I feel like the best way to talk about this is is me summarizing the trailer very well. Right.
1: Why are they gray?
0: So anyway. oh yeah so because they're inside the baby so when you're in when you're in like a little ship that goes inside the baby's mouth
1: and the baby goes yeah okay
0: yeah but the baby goes he goes yeah that was the the thumb i could you think i could hear that you moved away from the mic to make a noise i didn't make the noise here hang on put my thumb in my mouth hang on he makes this sound
1: and then he goes no (laughs) he doesn't
0: no he doesn't kelly
1: Okay, sorry. I know sorry. you can make
0: cry sounds, but there's no baby crying in this. Right. Heard. Understood. Anyway, Troy Baker. He masks off. He says, Oh, I'm Troy Baker. Oh, be a uh, Joker makeup. Uh. He doesn't say that. And then all of his robot buddy, ba- buddy pals, pals, buddies, they get killed by uh, another bigger robot buddy, but not his buddy. Sam, who's played by Norman Reed, his buddy. Um, and that buddy is a baby. Whoa! The baby come the baby sounds come out of him.
1: And you know what the baby's name is? Mingus.
0: <laughs> that's why did you have to do that, Kelly? Because why you got to be like that.
1: Norman Reedus son in real life is named Mingus. That's incredible. Mingus Reedus.
0: I hope Mingus is in this game.
1: I do too. The
0: baby's named Lou, just so you know.
1: Um that's what you think.
0: Yeah, Mingus could make a cameo. Oh, and then um Uh, Troy Baker fights Mingus uh, with his guitar. Yes. That's a gun, an electric gun. So he's like, and then electric goes. Um, Yes. And that is only about 45 seconds of the 10 minute trailer. Yes. So it's called Death Stranding 2 on the beach. And it's out in 2025, which before yesterday or before the showcase, I was like, oh, yeah, 2025 would make sense. By minute eight, I was like, oh, this game's coming out soon because it's so much. And they even, like, there's a bunch of gameplay. They even show Sam walking, which I'm going to be honest, I'm glad they did not change the genre in response to the critiques because I want this game to be stupid and weird. And as somebody who just talked about how Kojima gets too much credit, this trailer slapped.
1: It was quite good.
0: It was very silly, and I'm happy Kojima trailers are back. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: How have you not talked about the little puppet?
0: Oh, because I am a sucker for things and video games whose frame rates are incorrect. He has a little puppet that he holds around his waist, and the puppet is the raw, is slow frame rate, low frame rate. And he's, he's
1: cute. so cute. He's just a little guy.
0: And he gets mad at Troy Baker, and uh, he turns into angry. He goes, <laughs> and he gets scary looking.
1: And he's just a little guy.
0: Yeah, and then the baby in the uh, is also in the baby Elle Fanning elf yep. anning's in it elf yep. anning's here um I uh i think I and covered the guy it all that right?
1: directed uh
0: the night of the living dead or something no that's john romero john romero's wait john romero made doom wait who Isn't made it
1: george miller
0: george miller <clears throat> george
1: miller who directed mad max
0: mad max who's which and then john romero made uh doom night of the and then who made night of the living dead
1: George Romero. <clears throat> what did I say? I don't know.
0: Wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> confused. Let's run that back.
0: Okay. All right. So, George Romero, George A. Romero, made Night of the Living Dead. Mm hmm. And then, George Romero made Doom. No, John Romero well, made Doom.
1: So, you were right the second time.
0: I have no idea.
1: I don't know if I was right.
0: John Romero made Doom. George Romero made The Night of the Living Dead. And neither of them are in this game.
1: You know what? Who I'm at the you, part in the in trailer. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Who did you say was in it? What's his name?
1: George Miller, who made Mad Max. And Babe, Pig in the City. And Happy Feet.
0: Okay. So I'm not that crazy for my thoughts. I
1: anyway. I'm at the part in the trailer Yeah, where... Troy Baker's character yeah. is bothering the little puppet man, yeah. and it made me really mad. That made me really upset.
0: Yeah, I referenced that part because he goes like, and it's scary. I know. Scary.
1: He needs to leave him alone. Yeah. I'm serious. Unhand that little man right now.
0: He's a little guy.
1: I'm so mad. I'm fuming. Andrew? Yeah. What did you play this week?
0: Uh, I played a couple games. Thanks, Tell everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Oh. Can you tell
1: me about the games that you played? One full
0: second behind me. (laughs) Yeah, so I played Pizza Tower like I promised on PC. Yippee! Sorry.
1: On
0: my new PC, Uh, first game I played was Pizza Tower. Very demanding game. Uh, It's like a Wario Land inspired game. Uh, it's a side scroller. You run around. It's hideous on purpose. Oh, everything's drawn oh. in Microsoft Paint, so it's disgusting to look at. Oh. Um, I had quite a bit of fun. I don't think I had as fun as much fun as most people because this game has incredibly rave reviews, and I was just like, eh, it was kind of fun. Um, but I had a good time. I got it for a few bucks on sale, so it's worth putting on your wish list. Getting Would it you
1: rather up. eat a pizza or play this game?
0: I'd eat a pizza. Oh. I really like pizza though. Me too. Well, you also didn't say where it was from, so I just assumed it was my favorite pizza.
1: What's your favorite pizza?
0: Altieri's and Stowe. Oh. Support local business. Oh. But if it was a chain, I'd probably do Marcos.
1: More like Stowe. Oh. (laughs) Marcos?
0: Are you serious?
1: What the? All right. I look forward to editing.
0: Oh, well, we're back. (laughs) <laughs> I look forward to editing that and we're just both talking actively over each other because I'm not cutting that out. We lost the internet. I don't think that's ever happened.
1: I didn't lose internet.
0: Oh. I lost you.
1: You need to call Spectrum.
0: Okay. Anyway, Do you Marcos, have Spectrum? Yeah. Marcos? Or Cox. So-
1: I have Cox. Home internet.
0: <laughs> Kelly, what, <laughs> what's your favorite pizza chain? <laughs>
1: you guys. You guys, I can't say. What? I can't say I'll get in trouble. I'll get canceled. <laughs>
0: is it like Papa John's? It's Papa John's, everybody. Kelly's favorite chain is Papa John's. Cancel Kelly. <laughs> Hashtag Kelly is canceled for liking Papa John's. Hashtag idiot. Hashtag stupid. Hashtag Papa. Yeah, just pop Hashtag Papa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Um, no that's fine I think Papa John's is pretty okay
1: I love their stuffed crust
0: I loved Papa John's when we lived when we went to Kent because you could use flash cash on it that's true so I'd walk down to Papa John's and it was right there
1: yeah pick up my
0: Papa John's and bring it back to the dorm
1: got my Papa to get me some
0: Papa John's pizza anyway now Marco's is probably my favorite chain but I'm also like the only ones I don't like Pizza Hut is like a really fun, rare occasion. Like but it's also like I, so disgusting when you. Think I about
1: disagree. It. I think Pizza Hut's quite good. I think it's I think quite it's
0: good, f- but like rare occasions, it's okay. too buttery.
1: I hate Domino's. Yes. I don't like Marco's. Marco's always makes me sick.
0: Really, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't Do you like hate the flavor Harry's. or just the sickness.
1: Just the sickness. Okay. I don't like Hungry Howie's, but I think that's more just because it's all we ever ate at JMC
0: events. Yeah, it tasted uh, Mm -hmm. Hungry Howie's, which I haven't had in years, but Hungry Howie's tastes like nostalgia to me. It's so salty, right?
1: It's very salty. I don't know why it's
0: so salty. Uh, Why are we reviewing pizza and not video games? Um, Yeah. I also played a lot of Like a Dragon. Well, not actually a lot, just a lot when I'm currently busy with my job. Um, I'm almost done with it. At time of recording, I am on chapter 14 of 14. The last chapter promises to be very long, so it'll probably still take me a while. But I will say, because I talked about it a ton last episode, um, there is a major plot point, which I will not spoil, so don't worry. But there's a major plot point that occurs in this game. And I want to talk to you about this off air, because I'll spoil you because I don't care. But um, this plot point alters the party in a substantial way it is not a death so don't worry about that spoiler it's just it's a baby yeah uh mingus becomes the main character (laughs) uh no but the it's essentially introduces like a new mm, i don't want to go into the details but it introduces some crazy interesting mechanics um to flesh out a plot beat which is something I feel like a lot of JRPGs don't really do. They don't use their mechanics to enhance their story. It's almost like two separate things usually. Even like the best JRPGs, like I think about like Persona. Like I I love the mechanics and I think the gameplay is perfect, but rarely do I look at the mechanics and think, oh, they're like deeply connecting what's happening in the story and what's happening mechanically, Um, even if it's a little bit, A tiny bit contrived it's still very interesting because it's executed with so much flourish and care and also the story in this game is getting very intense and I am very invested and I am imagining the ending is going to hit me hard so I'll know within the week probably Um, and then I played a game called Persona 3 Reload you know one of uh, Kelly's most anticipated game of the year one of my most anticipated games of the year And I played 40 minutes. I'm sorry, y'all.
1: So you finished the game, right?
0: Yeah. Yep, I did. Wow. No, I've been... The job has been... Uh, I'm happy. Don't worry about me. But I am I am not unemployed, which means it's I have less free time to work. Or game, I mean. Um, and also, I've been really wanting to finish Like a Dragon before Final Fantasy. So I decided to leave this to Kelly. Kelly, what did you play this week?
1: Well... You guys, I've been playing Persona 3 Reload. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about 23 hours in. Uh, I'm in June. The end of June, which for those who don't know, Persona 3 takes place over the course of a year starting in April. Is it April to April? April to... Well, kind of. Do you want me to tell you? No. Okay. Um uh, <laughs> <You> really <laughs> lost your train of thought. You're in June. Um, yes, I'm in June. Um, I did play the original Persona 3. I played Persona 3 Portable and Persona 3.
0: <clears throat> you didn't play FES?
1: No. I oh. watched all of the answer. Mm.
0: Why are you saluting?
1: To me, not playing FPS.
0: Oh, the audience cannot see you salute.
1: Oh, sorry, audience. I was saluting. Um, so I do <laughs> have that frame of reference going into this remake, and it is a full ground-up remake. Um, oh, yeah, it I, is. I will start off with. I'm just going to talk about the combat a little bit because I think that's easy and relatively spoiler-free. Um, I, I will say, combat-wise, this game is, if you're looking for a challenge. I would maybe maybe play like Persona 4 <laughs> or Persona 3 at the S or Persona 3 Portable. This is the easiest Persona game I think I've ever played um combat wise. <laughs> it has a lot of the same mechanics as Royal, which Royal was fairly easy. Yeah. Um it has a lot of the same mechanics as Royal including like the baton pass. It's it's different in oh. reload. It's sort of referred in a different way but it's done in a such a way that it's like what are we doing again this is crazy like fights are very very fast paced way more so than they were in royal i feel like i'm like boom 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 fight done boom it makes grinding which is sort of the gameplay loop of persona 3 is you go in tartarus and you grind and you grind and you grind <clears throat> it makes it a lot more bearable I think the level design in Tartarus is a lot better, which is not really saying that much because it was really <laughs> bad in the original. It's not
0: it's hallways such a, anymore.
1: It's such a slog, but in I think the redesign of Tartarus, it looks really good. It feels good. Um, the music, the combat music, is really good. It is hard. It's a little bit difficult for me to get over the little differences I hear from the original. But what I do like is that the combat music is dynamic in terms of like encounters. Mm. So I'm not always hearing the same
0: song. So like what they did in re- Persona 5 Royal?
1: Yes. So okay. like if you get the advantage, you get a different song. If is... you don't get the advantage, you get the regular song.
0: Okay. So it's the exact same as Persona 3, or Persona 5 Royal then? Yes. That's good to um, know because I feel like I I appreciate the music remakes. And I, from what I've heard so far, I do like the new ones a lot. But that battle theme specifically is so ingrained that the vocal changes are just too much for me personally. So yes, I think that'll be nice.
1: The Advantage battle music is really, really good. Mm -hmm. I think the new music that they've introduced is amazing. Um, There's a song that plays at night. It's called Color Your Night. I think it's so good. In my opinion, it's like the best persona song ever. It's so good. It's so good. Andrew, it's so good. Um, And it's enjoyable to listen to and you hear it a lot because you're out at night a lot because you're a miscreant. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's sort of like the combat angle. I haven't obviously I'm not super far into the game, but I have not encountered a challenge yet. Not any of the bosses, not any of the, the tower bosses. No challenge Are whatsoever.
0: You, just for just for coverage. I'm assuming you're on normal. I'm though. playing
1: on normal. I might switch it to hard. I was because I feel say. like I'm just... But I also enjoy the fast pacedness of the game. So it kind of depends. I'm kind of of two minds. I almost want to maintain the normal just for this playthrough. And then the next one, maybe I'll go for hard. There's also Merciless mode, which is similar to Royal. Um, What else? I don't want to talk about the combat too much. Because I feel like... uh. I've covered that pretty much, and it's fairly straightforward for a Persona game.
0: And we talked so much weakness. about Persona 5 Royal, and it's ultimately the same. Like, yeah, you target base. the
1: weakness, you get the all-out attack, you win the fight, whatever.
0: Um, <clears throat>
1: there were there are little changes. Shuffle time used to actually shuffle the cards, and you would have to pick. Uh, it doesn't do that anymore. You just pick the card that you want, which is kind of lame. But it's like that in Persona 4 Golden as well, and Royal. Um, the social links... It's a bit different for me so most recently i've played portable and in my opinion the social links in portable are really really good as the female main character you get all of the male members on your team all of the female members on your team and all the supplementary social links like the cl- your classmates and stuff are very very good there's one specifically the moon social link that is so radically different between the female main character and the male main character that it makes me not want to do it as the male main character because it's that much of a flop in comparison to the female one. Mm. Um, So that's a little bit unfortunate. But I am getting used to the male social links. I did play the male version way back when. um, A lot of things are a little bit different. Like maybe you have to answer a little bit differently or maybe like they say something that they didn't say in the original. So you're kind of like, oh, wasn't expecting that. Um, all the classroom answers – well, I don't know if all the classroom answers are different. Most of them are. So you can't rely on old guides. You have to – there is still a network feature, so you can still see what – you can the still <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, just kidding. I do that. Um, but I will say something that they included, which I really enjoy, is the Hangouts. So that's like in Persona 3, none of the male – none of your male teammates get a social link – Not Junpei, not Akihiko, not Shinjiro, not uh, Ryo... Well, that's not true. Um, But not those three. Which sucks because as someone who's been playing the female version of the game, you get social links with those guys and they're really, really good. The Junpei one is great compared to the magician one for the male character who is not so great, in my opinion. Um, No social link with Akihiko really sucks because I love Akihiko. He's like the best. He's one of my favorite characters. Um... But you do get to do these little hangouts, which is really nice, where you can like cook with them, or you can like watch a movie with them, or you can plant in the garden with them. It's very homoerotic. Just kidding. I mean, it is. I'm joking. I'm not <laughs> joking. Um. So the I and and the social links are all fully voiced, which is really
0: nice. All of them. Hmm. That's nuts.
1: Yep. And the hangouts are fully voiced. I mean, so far. I've done like three and they've all been voiced.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of voice work in this game, which kind of brings me to my next point, which is the brand new cast. Um, I, I know some people are super critical. These characters have been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Persona 3 came out in like 2006, 2007. Jeez. Oh my God. So the people who made those games... Their voices are so recognizable at this point. I'm talking about like Yuri Lowenthal was the main character. Um, Liam O'Brien was Akihiko, like people who you know. Um, So their voices are super, super memorable and super recognizable. And their performances are really good. So it's hard to go to a brand new cast and ask them to do the same things. To evoke the same performances, evoke. It's a little pun there for you. Because you're evoking, in the game, you're using your evoker to summon your persona. Anyway, um, but I felt that the new cast actually did a really great job. There's some characters that I'm like, I'm not quite sure I'm there yet. Um, But some standouts for me, I think Junpei's voice actors did a really, really good job. It's really, really nice because Junpei's old voice actor is um, not a good person. So him having a new voice actor really brings new life to the character. Which is really the case for all of the characters. There's new perspectives, new readings. I'll say I really, I really really like Akihiko's new voice actor. Mm-hmm. I know some people were a little bit less into that because Liam O'Brien is so recognizable. Um, <clears throat> but I thought his new voice actor did a really good job. Um, I love Matsuru's voice actress, Allegra Clark. She's really good. She sounds very similar to Tara Platt. So some of the performances are very similar. Some are very different. Um, But I'm really enjoying it because it does make things fresh. I really, really like Fuka's new voice actress. I feel like she has sort of built a new personality for the character, even though the writing's the same, pretty much. It really makes her feel a little bit more youthful. Mm -hmm. Like she sounds more like a high school student rather than the old Fuca who sounded like a grown woman. No <laughs> offense to her original voice actress, but that's just my opinion. Um so that's been really pleasant. And I think I don't know if this is spoilery. Some voice actors from the original game are in this game hmm. in a different form. Interesting. Um so they'll make like little cameo appearances. I'll just give one small example. And I hope I'm not ruining this for anybody. But Leo O'Brien does voice a character he voices the police officer who you buy your weapons and stuff from.
0: Okay, that's not a spoiler. It's just a, a nod, then.
1: Right, and at, that proves that it at, wasn't what I done like, in bad blood. Yeah, and what I like about that is that he, his character, does have a lot of interactions with Akiiko, so it very much feels like sort of passing of the torch, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to continue playing this game. Does that sentence Don't worry about that. That's, the tense was to terrible. Continuing, I'm should, looking forward to keep playing. You should plan
0: that sentence. Just throw it away.
1: I'm excited to keep playing this game. There you go. Um, I'm excited for any potential uh, additions to the story. Um,
0: Do you think will the add, answer? I was going to say, I feel like the answer DLC. I think the or... answer is a
1: shoe-in. The game has sold very, very well. Um, I think the answer are shoe-in. Other DLC, I'm not really sure. In my hardest of hearts, Dempsey. in the deep pit that is my blackened, shriveled heart, I would absolutely love if Atlas would just do it. If they would just say, "You know what? We have a lot of character. We have a lot of players who really enjoy playing as the female main character. Let's just oh add on."
0: I thought you were going to say that you really wanted Papa John in the game.
1: I do want Papa John in the game, <laughs> so I can kill him. Just kidding.
0: I want pizza now.
1: Me too. Um, I don't think... I, I'm i leaning more towards that they won't because it's a lot of work. There would need to be a lot of re-recording. There would be a lot... They, they would need to redo the anime cutscenes. Especially um, hearing
0: how much voice there is in this game.
1: Yeah. But I would implore anybody who really enjoys this version of persona i would implore you to play portable which you can now play on switch and uh, xbox and pc and PlayStation. playstation and pc and pc everything i is would, what you could say i i could say that but i wanted to say it in a way that was more difficult to
0: say. <laughs> and made you have to stop
1: yes i would implore you to play that version too because it's a new perspective on the game The female main character is not just a girl version of the male main character. She does have different responses and different character beats. She is a lot more upbeat than he is. They're they're two individual characters. So I think that it's worth playing as her because you also get um, social links with Junpei and Akiko and Shinji and Koromaru. You don't get a social link with Koromaru as the male, which is crazy because he's like so cute. And it's like, this is my dog literally, and I can't hang out with him other than going on walks. I can't strengthen our bond.
0: Are there social links with the dudes in Reload?
1: No, just hangouts.
0: That's crazy.
1: There is one male character. Well, I don't want to say too much.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I, I was just... I didn't realize that. It's just so ingrained in the Persona Five structure that I like can't imagine it without. And Persona 4 for that matter.
1: I know. And it's very weird when you think about characters like Junpei, who is like, you get him from the jump. He has a whole arc with the main character. No social link. And there's so much context behind him and his story and who he is and his his home life that you just don't get because you don't have a social link with him. Same with Akihiko. Like, there's so much that you just don't get because you don't have a social link with them.
0: I almost respect that though because like persona 3 is a different game than 4 and 5 because they kind of it it was a different game they were figuring things out they didn't know exactly where they were going to go in the future and, and they were doing something even if that seems a little odd right now Is like it was deliberate and so the fact that they're remaking reload or they're remaking the game into reload and they're like staying committed to the vision that they did have even if it doesn't match with what 4 and 5 would end up doing I have some respect for that. Yeah. Although I do think some female main character DLC or re-release or whatever in the future is a good thing.
1: I agree. I think that it would be a good idea just so everyone could have one definitive version of Persona 3 that they could play instead of having to do like three different games to get the full experience.
0: I'd prefer DLC.
1: Um. And I know there's whispers and mumblings and rumblings of a Persona 4 remake now.
0: I wouldn't put money on that happening anytime soon, though.
1: I think that's definitely a possibility now with how well this game is doing. Um, do I think that it needs it? No. Do I think that... And I'm sure people felt this way about Persona 3, but it's like, do I think that I need, Adachi needs a new voice actor? No. No one can do that performance like Johnny Young Bosch did. Okay? I think the
0: thing is, is that Persona 4 holds up and Persona 3 it kind of didn't.
1: Persona 3 holds up more in the content of its story and the characters. I would say Persona 4 actually, some of it is very, very dated.
0: Oh, and yeah. And
1: they could if they were to remake it, they would have the opportunity to do something new and different, which they probably wouldn't.
0: I was gonna say, I don't because want them to because they wouldn't. Like, uh, those like, Atlas. you know, the problematic stuff, like the homophobia and like, misunderstanding of queerness is like, I don't think they would fix it. Even though Atlas is like growing and learning slowly, I don't think that they would do I don't think Persona 4 remake would be the platform for it, you know? But who I do agree. I know? I mean, Catherine kind of its remake, re-release thing touched yeah. on some new stuff. Yeah. It, it, poorly, it was better than it the
1: original, Catherine. Y-
0: yeah. It in had its own of... problems, but at least it. I, I almost, okay, this is uh, off.
1: An attempt was made.
0: And even though the terminology, like the words being used were wrong regularly. Okay, I'll be very quick about this. There's a trans character in uh, Full Body. Uh, catherine i couldn't remember the name of what we were just talking about i was trying to say persona and i'm like that's not right in (laughs) catherine full body which is the re-release of catherine they added a third catherine who is non-gender conforming person and they are very bad with words when that is revealed um instead of just being like oh you're a woman who is trans or something to that effect it's more like what what are you and it's like oh yikes but it boils down to the characters being like oh this doesn't change anything love right. is love and it's like and, okay you and tra- i you did something
1: i think in some regards it's like the characters in Catherine aren't really super sympathetic most of them aren't good people vincent's not really a good person yeah that
0: would be his reaction yeah
1: so it's like you as the viewer it's kind of not the same, obviously. But it's like when you watch Always Sunny. Have you ever watched that show? Yeah. It's like these people are obviously not good people, and they're ignorant, and they're stupid, and we're making fun of them. And obviously it's not to that extent because you are supposed to sympathize to some extent to Vincent because you're playing as him and you're making decisions as him. Um, but I don't think the game was ever like, yeah, Vincent's a good guy. No. It's like, oh, he's no, kind of a bad No decisions
0: guy. are good guy decisions.
1: He's kind of not a good guy. You cheat. But I will say, I start, think so. Persona 4 also kind of taps into this. It's like some of the characters at their most homophobic are actually just insecure teenagers, which makes sense. But yeah. it's like
0: maybe Except I, when Yosuke maybe you're is straight up homophobic.
1: Right, and it's like maybe you're reading <laughs> maybe you the viewer the player are reading too much into it and maybe the game was just being a little bit homophobic. Maybe it's not some deeper message about how Yosuke's got some internalized mis- uh homophobia because he's gay. I'm just kidding. I'm not. The point is is that some of the elements of the game are a little bit uncomfortable maybe and it's just a discourse machine and I just don't think that they could make Persona 4 remake successfully at this point. I would love to see Persona 6 first.
0: I was going to say I think they could but I don't maybe
1: want them to. Persona 4 remake. But we'll see. We'll see. I actually what I would really like and here's here's my roadmap for you Atlas. Feel free to take notes. Answer DLC after uh, re-Fantasio comes out, you oh, give yeah. us the answer. And then in a couple months after that, you give us the uh, FEMC re-release of the game.
0: You said a couple just of months?
1: Or the DLC. Yeah, after the I'd answer. i it a
0: couple of years based on their just, just maybe how- a year. But
1: by that Persona point, 5 it Royal
0: took three years.
1: Okay. Well, they also were dicking around a lot. Sorry.
0: They like to dick around. That's they, what they do.
1: I'm just saying they were like, maybe we'll have a female protagonist in Persona 5. And they were like, wait, we don't want to do that. They wasted all this time. Anyway, here's my roadmap. I'm still on it. Okay. Okay. Get on the map. Persona 3, reload, fee-load. Nope. Female reload. Girl load. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. 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 Cut that. Uh, Nope. Persona 6. Boom. Boom. Persona Four Golden Shower. Boom, <laughs> oh,
0: Kelly. Sorry. Why would you say that? Sorry,
1: right at the end too. I just th- hit us. Just hit the, hit me with the E. My nose piercing keeps coming out. I don't Sorry. think I'm gonna hit you, you with the E.
0: I don't think it's E. I think it's just... Persona
1: Seven. Boom.
0: Okay. By that, Persona Seven is not coming out till 2042. So let's slow the frick down, okay? Well,
1: I'll be fighting in the Water Wars. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm gonna fight you with my real fists after you talked about Persona 4 Golden Shower. So, anyway, I think we should wrap. So, it up. those
1: are my thoughts on Persona 3 Reload. Is this... I look forward to playing more.
0: I feel like this might be one. This is one of our longest episodes ever. Oops.
1: Well, we had a lot of news, mm-hmm. and I had a lot to say about Persona 3, mm-hmm. and, and we also talked about pizza. So,
0: oh yeah. So just to bring it back, support your local. Do you have a local pizza shop, Kelly?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> it's called Angelo's.
0: It, does it slap?
1: It's really good. Well, it's better than Papa John's.
0: Yeah, support local pizza. It's more expensive, but it' worth it.
1: Sorry, can you hear that, Kelly? Can you hear me? I'm still, my chair? F- I'm still a little bit, uh, feeling a little bit of regret about for some of the words that I said in the past minute.
0: That's tragic because uh, I don't know if you know this. It's impossible for me to edit <laughs> things out of this podcast.
1: Ah, uh, well. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening to this <laughs> week's episode. We appreciate you sticking around for this extra long
0: episode. Can you stop with the terms? episode? You it d- wasn't
1: even supposed to be like that. Okay, you didn't um, have to
0: stop talking after you I know, you said but it's it. like
1: I realized what I said, and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an awesome week. We'll see you soon, and we're going to talk about other video game stuff and other video game news, and thank you for enduring... Um, the many ups and downs the tragic highs and lows of high school football what thank you bye